Happy Monday, everybody. We are This Xbox Life, and this is episode 426. This is going to be wild. Uh, I am Brun BJ Swick 33 and with me are two of the most congested hosts on the internet. <laughs> Rob, also known as Prezar. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and, Mark, <laughs> and Mark Wingman 709. I, <coughs> you knew it. <laughs> oh, I'm boy. not as congested as Rob. I'm t- I just still have the cough. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we are here um, a day a day behind, but that's okay. What can you do? So, sometimes the times just work out. I, I don't know if we need to discuss moving our show to Mondays or what, because <laughs> we've been doing a lot of them on Mondays recently. So. Um, <clears throat> but, well, uh, if we move them to Monday, then we'll be moving them to Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Good point, good point. So, um, what would you guys think about doing community first today? Sounds Here? good to me. Sound, sound good? As long right. as we get rid of the dead air. The, the dead <laughs> air? Why is there something wrong? Because you guys were just like, I'm muted. Oh. Coughing. And you two were like, weren't saying anything for oh. <laughs> just a little too long. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's do community first. We'll get to knock this out. So, uh, with our community, uh, you can send us emails, send us voicemails, tweet us, Facebook us, and all that fun stuff. Uh, to send us an email, you can go to thisxboxlife.com, uh, click on contact up in the top right hand corner, fill out the form, and we'll get the email. Or you can email us directly, contact at thisxboxlife.com. We have two emails today, which Rob is going to. Uh, fight his way through, and uh, we'll go over that. And then as far as voicemail, if you go to the sixboxlife.com, you can click on send voicemail on the right-hand side, follow the prompts, and uh, we will put it on the show. Or you can put a voicemail in an email and send it to contact at the sixboxlife.com, which is what we got today from Richard and Andrew, you know, the guys down under. And uh, they have a nice little... Um, <clears throat> question and comment for us today so rob yes sir what we got for emails all right first one is from danny ray jr he writes in hi guys i was just writing in to clear up what i meant in my last email about how i could not earn achievements so uh just as a side note uh danny ray jr wrote in last week i think it was and uh or was it the week before I don't remember. It was within the last two weeks, and uh, we read his email online. So this is just a follow-up to that. So he writes in, uh, but 98% of the time I play offline because the only internet I have now is my hotspot for my phone, and it's super slow. So I mostly choose to just stay offline. And on my PS4, I can earn my trophies offline and view them and which ones I have left to unlock, just like achievements work on the 360. And the trophies work on PS3. And on my Xbox One, when I play offline, which is what I mostly do, I cannot view my achievements or any locked achievements or my progress. Uh, I can still earn them, but not see which I have unlocked until I connect to Xbox Live. Unless there was a patch to add this, because I haven't had my Xbox One hooked up in a bit, so I may have missed the update. 
If there was a patch to add offline achievements like the good old days of 360, then I did not know that, and I will use my super slow internet to download that patch ASAP. <laughs> but, but that is one reason I have chosen to play my PS4 more. I mean, it's not a big deal, and I would not call myself an achievement hound, but I do enjoy getting them on games. I love, like, Borderlands 2 and Skyrim, and probably my hardest 100% Call of Duty 4. But achievements and trophies are the same to me. I would say that I have slightly above average gamer score and platinum trophies. I got around 70,000 gamer score and 45 platinum trophies. And yes, I was just on Xbox. Um, that if I was just on Xbox is that, or PlayStation, I probably uh, would be considered an achievement hound if I combined my numbers. But yeah, that was what I was talking about in terms of I can't uh, earn achievements on Xbox One. But my question this week is about internet. I did have 10 gigs a month of high-speed internet to use, but I recently cut that off because, to me, $60 a month was not worth it for 10 gigs. So I'm stuck for right now with no internet or my super slow hotspot. But my question is, when do you guys think the whole USA will get good unlimited internet? Because right now in my area, North Mississippi, I can drive 10 to 15 minutes and be in town where I could easily get awesome broadband internet. But because I live in the country with nothing around but trees and more trees, I can't get any good internet. Uh, but my question, when do you guys think the USA and the whole world like Australia will all have good internet? Thanks for reading my question. Hmm. That's a okay. tough question. So I want to answer uh, one of his things. So, uh, he's correct. It looks like there, for some reason, the Xbox One does not allow you to get achievements when you're offline. So my recommendation to the community is to go to xbox.uservoice.com, log in with your Xbox ID, and vote. There is a, there's one in here called Bring Back Offline Achievements. I actually just voted it up. So it now has 5,568 votes. Um, there's a lot of people making their comments, so thank you for schooling us. I appreciate that, and uh, hopefully we can get this voted to bring them back. So is it that you don't get them at all, or you just can't view them because it pulls that information from the server or something like that? I, I don't know. It's just they want... They, it looks like you cannot earn achievements unless you're logged into Xbox Live. Hmm. I, I, You know, that's... <clears throat> Looks to see what he, like what he was saying was right, which surprises me. Oh. I thought if you were off yeah, yeah. line and you were playing a game that they were all tied to the game and that it would still pop an achievement, you just wouldn't see them in your profile online until yeah, you that's went on. What that's what I thought. But it looks as if um, that's not the case and you have to be online for you to even earn achievements. So wow. but I don't know I don't know if that means if he my question is: Is if he plays a bunch of games, earn say you earn achievements, but they don't pop, then say you turned your Xbox on, would it automatically just go boom, 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 and start popping them? Because I've know. earned stuff that never triggered, and then like a week later, you turn your box on, it's like boom, 
you just won, you know, you got an achievement in Mass Effect. And I was like, I haven't played it in a week, you know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen stuff like that happen where you earn stuff that didn't pop back on its original time. So maybe he could, maybe he's still earning him. He just doesn't see him. And I'd understand if you're in his situation when, you know, you have really bad, you know, internet and can't afford to be online due to that. I wouldn't, I get why he's saying, I wouldn't want to, you know, I get his point. Yeah. He should be able to earn those things and see him locally on his Xbox. Yeah. Which, which one did you vote for? It's called Bring Back Offline Achievements. There may be more than one out there. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch, but I can't find the one that you're actually talking about. I posted it in the Twitch. Put us a link in the Twitch chat. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, that makes I tried to do my part, easy. man. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that I one's got a lot more votes. Yeah, I would. So it's got a bunch. That's why I picked it. So. Yep. Well, I let's team up in my Google search. <laughs> All right. I voted as well. We're trying. We're trying so, to help you out. Yeah, so as far as internet in the U.S. and Australia, I can't speak for Australia. In the U.S., I mean, there's areas even where I'm around out in the country, they don't have, the only thing they have is like satellite, and it's really expensive for very little. Um, it all is on the companies, the broadband companies and ISPs to get the lines out to where they need to be. Unfortunately, when there's only like one or two homes in a five-mile radius, they're not going to dig and bury and run fiber lines out for one, two, three houses. Um, that's the problem. Um, you know, that's that's what we hear. You know, I'm in I'm in rural country area in in Ohio, and you know, I live in town. Um, and even in a house we're looking at moving to is only a mile further from where I'm at, and they have high-speed internet there. But you get out <clears throat> four, five, six, ten miles out, they don't, they don't have it unless you're near, like a main highway or <clears throat> main state route, um, where they can dig and put their lines. I, I think the time that all these countries get um, high-speed internet and everywhere is whenever. It just can go over the air, you know, like LTE or something like that. In my opinion, but I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a. ISP Even that'll or... be tough because you get out into the country and there's not those high speed networks. Everything switches over to, you know, maybe 3G, but a lot of edge yeah. out there which yeah. does not do cans and string. Out. Yeah, <laughs> and what's Oops. weird is like. I lived in, you know, I lived in Mesa, Arizona a little over a year ago. You know, I mean, I mean, that's like Phoenix, okay? Phoenix is huge, and Mesa is all, I mean, it's all attached to it. You could say it's like a suburb of Phoenix if you wanted, but, I mean, Mesa is probably as big as Phoenix, you know? Um, mm -hmm. it, it's that whole area. I mean, Rob, you've been down there. It's yep. freaking massive, right? It's a big, gigantic city. The best internet access I could get was 40 meg down. I move up to Washington. I'm in the country, okay? I mean, I'm seriously out in the country, and right now I have 110 meg down, and they're right now they're going through this whole upgrade, and I can actually upgrade to 250 down if I want. What's your up speed? 10? Yeah, see, that's, 
And that's the thing is a lot of people and a lot of ISPs and, and companies like Time Warner and those, they always they always sit there and talk about that that down, 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 like, oh, I get, you know, five million down and stuff like that, but we're only going to give you a two up. You know, the up speed's what you want. And um, I just saw recently somebody in Indiana. Not most of the time. Why, I got to ask, why would you say that? What? Not most of the time would you want up upload. Your up speed is is well for people like us who stream and everything like that. If you want to well, stream and play sure. games and stuff yeah, like that, okay. it's not only your download speed; it's also your upload. So like ten, right. ten is to me ten. I w- I mean I have five and I'm happy. I would love to have ten, um, but Spectrum bought Time Warner. Time Warner was supposed to bless you. Time <laughs> Time Warner was supposed to. Um, Anybody who was doing their sixty down and five up was supposed to get three hundred down and twenty up, and I was just like, "Huh." Oh. I was like, "I can't wait for that." You know, it's like it's crazy. And I mean, I just saw somebody in Indiana or Illinois—I forget where that was—they just got the AT and T fiber, and they have a gig down and gig up. So it's like comparing with Google Fiber, and he—he's uh, got AT and T Uverse. TV and their gig up and gig down for $145 a month, which is like crazy cheap if you really think about it, because I'm well, I'm over or almost $200 for my internet and phone and cable and all that junk, but um, yeah, I I, I really don't know the answer to that. I it, it is weird if you really think about it. It's like here we are, we live in the U.S., but we are a big country. I mean, our country's not small. Um, and Well, the infrastructure sucks. That's right. that's the problem. Yeah. Stuff's all ancient. Mm-hmm. It's all the government's fault. Yeah, and you, you sit there and you talk about it's like, oh, we need jobs, we need jobs. Well, how about, <laughs> you know, we update our infrastructure. Unfortunately, you get companies like um, Comcast and and stuff like that, and it's just like, they're not going to pay the money to put that in. Like, they want money. So they don't care if it's ancient and they barely have to give you anything, but they can still charge you like crazy because they were the only one around. I mean, that's... They just gouge you. And um, Spectrum's, you know... Comcast is voted, like, what, the worst worst company ever or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Spectrum that took over Time Warner is not any better. They are... They... All those upgrades I was talking about, they basically suspended all of them, and instead of giving you giving us more, they're thinking about charging us more, which is really weird when you think about it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. Carbide the is Carbide's yelling at Mubot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mubot and Carbide really have this love hate relationship. Um, <laughs> I really think they're secretly in love. But that's the way Moobot flirts with Carbide. He's blocking all his messages because he's always yelling in caps. <laughs> so I, one thing about the internet, yeah. uh, SpaceX was trying to get like all these uh, low Earth orbit satellites mm-hmm. launched for internet, which is supposed to be like low latency, which is the key thing, I guess. You know, you can do satellite internet, but the latency is just killer. Mm-hmm. So, 
I know some of the satellites, I don't know if they're all the internet ones, but I know some satellites are like 20,000 miles away, There's, you know, where they orbit the Earth. Like, I think that's how far the, like, the uh, direct TV ones are, if I remember right. So, by putting them in low Earth orbit, they're, of course, a lot closer, the latency is a lot better. And they were seeking last year to do, I think, 800 of them, which will cover, like, North America. And their full plan is to have over 4,000. I don't know if they'll ever get to that. Or maybe they'll go bankrupt prior, or who knows. Well, Space SpaceX was launching them. Wasn't that the Facebook initiative? Facebook was heavy into that initiative? That's, that's, uh, I think that's a different thing. Okay, that was like the internet there was iridium. or something like that? I think there was, what, Iridium, like 10, 20 years ago. I thought that those were supposed to be for Internet. Yeah. And then this is like the next generation. So I think Facebook had that teeny, tiny little Internet satellite. Yeah. Weren't they the ones that had like the itty-bitty ones or something? But anyway. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought the SpaceX rocket that exploded actually had a, a Facebook satellite on it. Was oh, it might have. Well, yeah, so... I don't Facebook know. was doing a thing with um, like drone planes that could they had a they were doing something but I think that wasn't for the US I believe that's for other countries but yeah they were doing this thing where like it's some kind of really super lightweight drone that can fly for like 30 days or something at a time I don't know how it can stay up that long but and it's supposed to provide wireless internet to large areas you know they're trying to, I guess, blanket the skies with these drones. But they're, they're, my understanding is their plans was to do it in other countries like Africa and stuff. Yeah, without with with no internet. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's, it, it, it's going to take something like that and and like SpaceX and and what's what's the Amazon? Some of these some of these billionaires that just have so much money they don't know what to do with it. You know that they're going to be like, oh, let's just dump it here and you know. They don't care if they lose it or what it's going to take. Yeah, Elon Musk is spending all his money, so I'm I'm a fan of that SpaceX. So but, uh, that's a very good question. Unfortunately, I, I don't I don't know. I I wish I wish it was sooner than later. Unfortunately, I think you're going to be into the 2020s probably before we see a big jump. And you know, everybody wants to talk about how awesome. Like Japan is with their wireless infrastructure, and but look how small Japan is compared, you know, compared to the U.S. So. Well, they also have their problems too. They're all like little islands and mountains. Mm-hmm. I would think it'd be a lot easier to wire up a bigger flat place than that, like messy countryside. Yeah. Well, and plus, like, how much of the U.S. isn't even populated? It's like a, it's a pretty high percentage. <laughs> so. No, yeah, yeah so. that is true. All right, well, I feel bad here, and I figured probably where you were at, you would have internet. So, but. all right. And uh, next question: What's our next one? Excuse me while I blow my nose. <laughs> all right, next one is from Night Lord Forty K. Or next uh, email is from Night Night Lord Forty K. I got in a car accident in December, so sorry to hear that. Yep. Definitely. And have been unable to work or do anything really with my severely broken leg and crushed ankle 
I used to listen to you guys on the way to work and back, but I've gotten behind on the episodes. So what I'm about to say may have already been gone over. My question to you all is, what do you think of Halo Wars 2? I love it, but it seems to be getting a bit of hate for some reason. The original Halo Wars was fantastic in my opinion, and this one is even better. I just don't understand why it's getting so much criticism. Also, it seems Sony can do no wrong, and everything they produce is golden. Most media outlets seem to downplay Xbox and pump up Sony. I think this is also a reason Halo Wars 2 is getting criticism. People just can't let go of the 2013 Xbox One reveal fiasco. I'm not trying to troll at all. I love many of the PlayStation games, especially The Last of Us. The Last of Us is one of my favorite games. I've played, uh, played it through numerous times, and I can tell you all that if you have not played it, you are missing out on a masterpiece. I just feel the Xbox hate train continues. And with the good games uh, Microsoft has released, you would think that it would have slowed down by now. On a different note, with all the time I have in my hands right now, I have successfully binge-watched the entire series of 24, the TV show. It's <laughs> a good show. What an awesome TV show and character. Awesome Keeper Sutherland was perfect for that role as Jack Bauer. Simply the ultimate Bad badass. <laughs> Yeah, I I binge watched I been binge watched the first four seasons. It's like when twenty four was still on TV when I had my back surgery. I was in bed for I was on you know pretty much laid up for a month. So you know it's well, back, right? Twenty four legacy. Is, though, yeah, I'm it? watching it. It is. Yeah, yeah I'm watching. I'm it. watching it. It's not as good, but mm. it's okay. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, okay. So with with twenty four, when you're not watching it live. It's impossible not to binge watch that show. <laughs> Every single episode is a huge, huge cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. So, as far as Halo Wars 2, I'm liking it. I, I haven't got to really play much this week at all. Um, I think I had it in my what I've been playing list, but I don't recall when I played it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean... You know, you guys, I'm looking at uh, Metacritic because it's got a whole list. A lot, you know, somebody gave it a hundred. I mean, I don't think, it's not a perfect ten in my book. Um, yeah, it's no new Zelda game. You, right? you know, it, it's probably, it, mine would be in the eights, honestly. You say it's no Destiny. No, he says no um, Zelda. What did you say? He said Zelda. It's no Zelda. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so yeah, I was gonna slap if he said Destiny. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come to the whole Zelda. We'll come to the whole Zelda, one of the greatest games ever made. Comment here in a little bit. Um, you know, to me, to me, if I had to rank it myself, I'd give it like an eight or an eight five, probably around there. I like the game, I really do. Um, you know, the game on Metacritic's at a seventy nine. Um, there's some really high. You know, most scores are at eight that I see, which I would agree with. Um, uh, IGN itself gave it a 70. Um, I think the person that was reviewing the game hates RTS games, so which was pretty interesting to find out that, you know, he was the one <laughs> one doing it. Um, 
I'm trying to see who reviewed it. Oh, Dan Stapleton reviewed it. So I I, I don't think he hates RTS games, but uh, I don't really know what their negatives are, which is really okay. weird because if IGN you... is a Sony machine. Well, and the That's thing the is, Sony... is, they should just be called the so- the Sony Marketing Division. Yeah. Sony News Network. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's funny because like I've seen them review games and some of the negatives are like, well, the frame rates, uh, frame rates always drop, and you get a constant disconnect. But you know the game's all right, eight eight point five. And then I didn't really see anything negative that they were giving for Halo Wars, other than it's it's an RTS, and then it's like seven nine. <laughs> so. Um, it gets it, it's because it's a Microsoft. It's a first party title. Period. It's um, but I'm gonna say this, and I'm glad this question came up because I was thinking this this week. I was gonna talk to you, and I actually I'm glad they sent this up because I I forgot that I wanted to talk about this. I loved Halo Wars. Mm-hmm. I've been right. wanting Halo Wars two um, so bad, and now it's here. I've played a little bit of it, and I find that I really don't want to go back and play it. Mm. I, I'm, I, and I, I don't know why, but I'm not liking it. Mm. Uh, I just, I don't know. It just, I don't even know how to explain it. But I, and now with Ghost Recon Warfighter coming out in an hour and a half, um, and wow, then what? Mass Effect is what next week? A couple weeks. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to get back to Halo Wars 2. I think I've done about all I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, and um, I'm just doing the campaign. I, I haven't done anything else yet. So yeah, well, I never played those online, and you know, I tried that Blitz mode makes absolutely no sense to me. I did it on the easiest mode and got crushed. Me too. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I didn't get it. I'm like, you know, and maybe that's me, and I got to learn how to play it. So I'm not faulting the game, but it just seemed like, geez, I'm on training mode and it crushed me. Mm-hmm. Like just. I'm like I can only put out a card every so often, you know, so yeah. But it even just playing the campaign, I'm not that excited to go and play it. It's just I don't know. It I think uh, maybe the first time it was nice just because the visuals were awesome and you know we didn't have one, and I still find myself like just doing all units. Yeah, all units attack this. All units attack that. You don't have the ability to like like when I play like Dawn of War or something on the PC. I mean, you're you're clicking these guys attack this, these guys attack that. You have much more control, and I really think that's you, you can't do that in a controller based. And they've done an amazing job. Halo Wars, I thought was you know great. Yeah. Trying to tackle that. Yeah. You know they did it and. And I think they've improved on it here, but you're still doing. I still find myself doing, you know, hitting that right bumper. All units, yeah, go here. You know, yeah. I try to do the local units, but then you got to have those guys on the screen, and you know, there are ways to select just a certain type. But I find with the controller, it's just not as quick as you really want it to be or really need it to be. Yeah, the is it a bad game? No, I don't think I've not found a glitch, a problem. I think it looks great. But if I would rate it, I would probably rate it a seven because I'm just. And it, but it's more of a. I'm just not feeling it. I just. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit. And I have no desire to go back. To it. Yeah. 
And and the thing is, is like the all units part, like they were supposed to have, and I, th- I believe they did a little bit try to work on you not doing that. Um, but I, but you still find yourself doing it. You you, you stack up yeah. eighty units or eighty eighty points worth of units, and you just take them all. And and yep. they did some cool things with like the ability to group like these things into a group and these things into a group. So then you can use your up and downs to, to change. And if you have an elite controller, it's kind of nice because you can hit the buttons underneath to, to do some stuff. Um, I haven't played it on PC yet, but I heard it's fantastic on PC um, where, when you can actually get rid of the controller, but it's, it's, it's an, it's the halo RTS to me. I wanted it just because I, Love Halo, and I like playing RTSs. I think they're fun to to dabble in them here and there. But it's not like the game where it's like, okay, I'm just going to play Halo Wars for the next six, eight months, you know. Uh, It is a game where it's like, I'm going to go play a round or two of Halo Wars, you know, or this or that. And so, but, you know, I like it. I'm looking forward to beating it. You know, I will beat this one. Um, But, you know, to answer your question as far as... I, I don't I don't know what it is. I, I think if you look too much into the Sony or the Microsoft hate or whatever, I, I, if you if you're just reading comments and stuff online, that's just where you're going to get it. People are just doing it to to do it. And I mean, I made I think I made the statement last week. It's like I don't I don't understand just because you're selling a console well means that you don't have to do anything else, but. In everybody's mind, Sony is just can't do anything wrong because they've se- they're selling a lot of consoles. You know, if, if you can sell a lot of consoles, you can't do anything wrong. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't really see it. I I think it's just you know where you read and where you go. But you know, IGN, like you guys said, it's like that's the site where I go. But I do feel they are very they are leaning a little bit bias. You know, it's. It's just I don't know what they're doing, uh, except for right now because every one of their sponsorships is uh, Nintendo right now. Like even their daily fix, they had to say was like was sponsored by Nintendo Switch. They had to like spend. They actually had to like go to a segment where they were playing the Nintendo Switch, which killed me to watch. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Um. Anything else on that, guys? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, voicemail, Richard and Andrew. So let's uh, start this up, and we'll be right back. That is the sound of an F-16. Hello, this is Richard and Andrew from This Sunburnt Life. A couple of weeks ago, we almost incited a riot when we suggested that the Xbox One Scorpio should have on its release a flight simulator. But the question we have for the panel is, can an Xbox flight experience be more than just an arcade flight experience? Can the new Xbox Scorpio match a modern-day flight simulator? Well, today we discussed this with a representative from RMIT University. He was using a flight simulator called the FTH Touch Trainer. 
Instead of costing around $600,000, this was considerably cheaper and ran essentially on a PC SIM, much like an Xbox Scorpio. This is a non-hydraulic method which is offered for training. You will not be able to pull a dial and have a hydraulic resistance and all of the instruments that you read are just indicators on your computer laptop or screen. They're not actually needles that are moving by fluid. Now this method of training has no application whatsoever for civil aviation, although actual hydraulic training does. Can you tell us Andrew what the requirement is for civil aviation? The private civil aviation course consists of 38 classes. That's right, with one of those classes being acceptable through a hydraulic um, computer simulation. The hybrid course is now petitioning for the first four classes to be acceptable as part of your training. So really it's it's only a small entry point into aviation. We haven't really gone off the arcade experience. Talking to the flight crews today, it was made plain to me there is no room anymore in the cockpit for a navigator. That role is defunct. And looking at the drones represented on the ground today, very shortly there may be no room for pilots. Our question to the panel, can a flight simulator on the Xbox be more than just an arcade experience? like a hundred feet from us that's the f-22 raptor and that one's for you wingman <laughs> best voicemail ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome so so can a flight simulator on the xbox one be more than just like an arcade or simulator experience can it be something more um there are some crazy guys out there. If you go watch Squirrel on uh, Twitch and on uh, YouTube, he does like all simulations and stuff like that. And there are some very, very, very detailed flight simulators out there to where you know you're punching in all your coordinates and stuff. You have people that make these crazy setups with like real live gauges connected to PCs and stuff. Um. I don't see the Xbox or the Scorpio or any X or any console in, in that matter being any more than just a flight simulator to have fun. Um, you have to get into it. I would, I would disagree with that. Okay. I think, I mean, I think with the advent of v, uh, VR, um, you know, I've seen some of the, I haven't actually experienced VR but a real one of these most recent VR headsets on my head. But I've seen like, I think of like the, on Facebook, they've got those videos. It's like our 360, so you can click it and just kind of turn and look yeah. around, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and supposedly those are like, if you had one of those, what is it? A, what do they call those? Like you put your phone under your face. Yeah. Car like like, like cardboard. Google cardboard. Like cardboard or, or Google mm -hmm. Cardboard or something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, then you can do that and then the video will move. Um, you can do some really realistic stuff, and I think that would be cool. That would be a VR thing, I think, that I would really... That might entice me to, like, okay, can you imagine playing Tom Clancy's Hawks 3 in VR? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, now that's a video game. That's That'd be RPG. horrible. Okay, but no longer do you have to hit the stick to look to the left, look to the right. You're flying, you just look. 
you can do this and look behind you. Yeah. Um, even like driving simulations, I think it'd be cool. But take that up a notch and and release Microsoft's flight simulator. Right. I think ten was the last one they did. Yeah, and you can buy you it know. on Steam as well. I have it on Steam. Yeah, so have a new version of that mm-hmm. with VR where you're flying real, you know, seven forty sevens or whatever, Cessnas or I mean and, and everything is yeah, you're not touching buttons and stuff, but you could get extremely realistic looking, acting, you know, uh flight sim out of it. I mm-hmm. think that would be really cool. Yeah. And I mean, I like flight simulators, and I don't disagree with you, Mark, at all. But the way I was kind of wondering if they're asking the question is: is can can a, a simulator on the Xbox One, you know, go in to help replace what you would some of those courses that you would take to become a I, pilot or something like that? I think you could. And I, it, I think you absolutely could do that. Yeah. And well, um, I, I mean, I when I was in high school, I was in junior ROTC. And I got the chance to go out to the guard unit that was there. And at the time, they were flying F-4s. And they had an F-4 simulator that we got to fly. And it was like a real cockpit with real switches and everything. But the canopy was fully blacked out. There was no video. It was nothing like that. You just were like instrument flying, Mm -hmm. you know. And we were playing around and having fun with it. But, I mean, that had no video. It did have the um, uh, hydraulics and stuff like that and real switches and stuff. But... You know, it it was it was a real legit trainer. Yeah. Now you can get just kind of take the other part out. If you don't have the hydraulics, you can put on a you know a headset and the sound, and you can even get you know they could probably do like a real cheap like a rumble seat or something. You buy one seat that you're sitting in and have that thing tilt a little bit. It'd be a heck of a lot cheaper than one of those great big oh, giant yeah. simulator things. And you're getting all the visuals and everything. Um, and, and, and with, um, what Microsoft was talking about, they're, they're going into what, when we got a, we're going to talk about it later, mixed reality, which is VR and alternate reality. You could reach out and flip the switches that you're seeing. You know, I think with, with the, uh, HoloLens and like a VR mix, then I think it does open the world to be able to do. Uh, simulator and actually be able to like simulate you're flipping the switch so you have to reach out to it you have to flip it up and you'll see it move up and you know i really think it could and it would be a much cheaper way uh to do do stuff like that especially in the commercial uh, commercial or the private market because you know it costs a lot of money for someone to learn how to fly and get their pilot's license and do all that and I think this would really help augment something like they're learning. So they're doing the classroom. Maybe you throw in some VR lessons. And can you can you do it in a VR world? Can you fly, flip all the switches, get the plane off the ground, and get it land? At least if you can do it that way, that's also going to not only prove to your instructors, okay, you've got it, you, you did it virtually without crashing. You're also going to have a little bit more confidence going into getting in that plane for the first time and having to solo, or even even if you got your instructor with you you know you can do it you know the you know the process i I think i think it'd be great yeah i mean the way the way they way they're discussing it and they're saying there's 30 plus classes one class can be done you know in a simulation and they want to up that to four 
like, yes, I could see that happen, and I can see more and more happening there. But the question of it, just you know, can a can a flight simulator on an Xbox One? I mean, let's just call it a PC. Can any simulation, flight simulation? I, I lean more toward the PC because you know you're going to want to have a stick and things like that. I don't think it necessarily has to be an Xbox One. To me, if it's on an Xbox One, it's for a game. You know, they're they're not going to go replace you know all the simulations or simulators with with Xbox Ones. They're going to be leaning more toward PC. But it is something um, interesting to think it, about. You know, I think though I can't remember the article or exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me when the PS3 came out, I thought that I think it was the PS3 that the military had bought a bunch of them and was doing using them in some kind of training because they were a lot cheaper to purchase than these than the rigs they were going to do and it would still give you the same outcome. You know, the cons these consoles are kind of inexpensive. Yeah. You know, well, they are to, PCs, basically, too, at this point. And they are, you know. And if you can buy an Xbox One Scorpio, you know, at whatever. We'll just say $500 for the sake of an argument. Mm-hmm. You buy a system, okay, and then we'll just say a grand, okay? So we'll say you're all in for a grand with the whole VR, you know, setup or headset. Okay. You know, and I know it's probably going to be less than that, but we'll just say a grand. Yep. Think about what the military is going to pay for one simulator. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> or, or anything. It's far. I mean, you can buy thousands of these systems and still not even touch that cost of a single simulator. Now you can get them out around all your different bases and different units to be training. It, you know, I I could see that happening because they've done it in the past with mm-hmm. other consoles. You know, and with the what these things are doing now, even the PS4 could probably do something like that. You know, it's got VR. Um, you know, and yeah, I think that is a very viable solution. We've seen those videos from the uh, HoloLens about being in uh, medicals, you know, right. as medical devices and surgery. And I mean, there is compu- there's a I can't you know there's a lot of computer stuff involved in surgeries these days. So people think, well, that's kind of stupid, you know. It's not. It is absolutely right. not. well, Brian. You work for a hospital. I know. Yep. You know? You can probably vouch for all the technology. There's so much technology in the hospitals; it's insane. You know, they live and breathe that stuff nowadays, <laughs> and and it's and it's everywhere else too. Yeah, so. I, I laugh. I laugh when I walk past a you know a, a set of cubes in in my office, and there's the like I took I tweeted a picture. I'm like, look what I'm holding. It's a hollow lens. You know, like I'm holding the hollow lens, and I put it on and and play with it. But I laugh because when I walk by, it's like hanging on a coat hook. Just, just the hollow ends is just kind of hanging there. <laughs> Nobody's using it. I'm just like, I'll take that home if you don't want to use it. <laughs> so, um, you know, Mark, you actually have a really good idea. I, I want Microsoft to make a flight simulator to sell to the government. And, and make them on the Xbox, and then all of a sudden, when the Xbox One has 200 million consoles sold, <laughs> because Microsoft's like, you have to buy at least 100 million of these, <laughs> we'll give you a good deal, and all of a sudden, they have 200, you know, 125 million consoles sold, and hey, we won the console war. <laughs> Thanks, government. <laughs> for- there, there was also, they had that game developed, was it America's Army? 
that was originally developed to train military soldiers. Oh, yeah, and it yeah, actually yeah. ended up becoming a video game. That yep. you know, so yep. uh, there you know that's that's kind of another example. But yep. I think it's very viable. Cool. Well, thanks for the thanks for the voicemail and Mark again. Mark, best voicemail ever. Mark enjoyed the uh, the planes flying by. So. <laughs> Uh, all right well let's continue down the line and then we'll hop back up to the top but um what what's uh what's coming out or oh, sorry uh i mentioned twitter twitter uh this xbox life.com slash twitter will take you to our twitter account or you go to twitter.com slash this xbox life and uh this xbox life.com slash facebook will take you to our closed facebook group where you can request to become you know, a part of the, uh, a part of it and, uh, good group. We have an excellent group out there. Um, but Rob, what's, what's new, what's coming out this week? A couple, two tree things. So first off for Xbox one, we have a teeny tiny little game. I'm sure nobody's heard of this. It's called, uh, wildlands, wild birds, wild animals, something like that. Is that coming out tomorrow? That's crazy. Yes, yeah, I heard something. I'm surprised One Carbide hour and Clancy seven died. minutes. Surprised Carbide hasn't Some been Clancy on here. Some Clancy guy. He is. I know. He's been in the chat. I'm, I'm searching. <laughs> Clancy's Wild Berries. I think it's in Clancy's. That's their brand at Aldi. Yeah. Makes it chips. Must be from them. It's like uh, it's the new version of Doritos Dash. Anyway, I can't. It's Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Wildlands. Mm-hmm. We also have Lego Worlds, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Verdun coming out on the 8th, Too Dark on the 10th, and table, Tabletop Racking World Tour. I think that's racing. Sorry. All right. And then uh, Games with Goal Racing. Racing. Sorry. I, 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 I fat fingered that one. I think it's Tabletop Racing World Tour. Yeah. My bad. I think you're right. Games with Gold uh, just changed up uh, about a week ago. We have Project Cars continuing for about another week. It's switching out uh, after the 15th. Brand new last week was Layers of Fear. And then for Xbox 360, we're currently in the middle of Borderlands 2. So you have a couple more days to grab that one. And again, that one is an Xbox 360 title that is backwards compatible. So uh, make sure to grab it uh, anyway, even if you don't have a 360. And then uh, should we just continue on with the Amazon stuff? Yep, yeah. all the way through. Yep. Yeah, okay. Then uh, one way that you can support the show if you make your purchases on Amazon, use our affiliate link each and every time you make your purchases. So just go to thisxboxlife.com, click on the Amazon link. That'll take you to the Amazon site. And then uh, just make your purchase as you would normally. It does not cost you anything extra. But a uh, teeny tiny little portion of your purchase uh, does uh, come back to us as a finder's fee for sending you their way. And uh, that really helps us a lot. And then also, if you're on iTunes, another way you can support the show is uh, log into iTunes, find the show, give us a review with five stars. The more five-star reviews that we get, 
the higher up we go in the rankings, so more and more people can find the show and join the community. All right. And uh, that's about it for that stuff. All right. Cool. All right. We'll see you all next week. Wildlands. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We we got to hurry. So all the Wildlands people are freaking out. Um, So what we've been playing, I'm going to make this super quick on my end. I believe I played some Halo Wars 2. That's all I remember. Uh, It's been kind of a a blur this week. A lot of a lot of stuff going on here in the uh, Sook household. So, but uh, what did you play, Mark? What did you play? I was dude. I was really bored, waiting for Wildlands. Dude, I almost bought. I fought it hard this week. I almost bought For Honor so many times, mm. and I'm like, I don't want it. It's just because it was like something new to play, and. I'm like, I know I'm not going to like it, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, well, something new. I may enjoy it. I've heard good things. Like, no, Wildlands is coming, and I held off. And uh, what allowed me to hold off was I actually launched Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. Hmm. Um, I played Sleeping Dogs and beat the campaign back on the 360. So I never, you know, I've already beat it, played it, didn't really have any desire to play it again. But uh, I went and played this and really liked it. I was like, I was like, man, this game is so much fun. I really do enjoy this game. So I've been working my way through it. And the Definitive Edition actually has DLC which missions, which I've never done. So, But I don't know how far I'll get with it. I think I'll have to come back to this one, obviously, in the next couple of months. But um, if you haven't played the game, check it out. Um, another thing, too, this sparked a conversation. It made me immediately think of a game called um, Stranglehold, which I loved on the 360. It was like one of my favorite games. And uh, so I I went back and kind of started a thread saying, asking, if you could have any game revitalized or back on the one, what would it be? And of course I listed a bunch of stuff, but Stranglehold was one of them. I so loved that game. And this game kind of really made me keep thinking about that. Just the, the visuals, the the way you can slide across a table and kind of slow down time. And uh, But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Sleeping Dogs. Good, good game. Rob, what about you? I've been playing Moving Box Tetris. All right. Still unpacking. I'm proud to say that I finally found my Xboxes. I have one here. Nice. And it's not hooked notice, up. That's the notice problem. It's not hooked up. Yeah. Because I need to find the box that has the cables and stuff. So. <laughs> Dude, that should have been the first thing you moved and hooked up. You know, I actually had all of my computer stuff um, set aside so I could just put it all together. Because you know, that's the Xbox stuff, my home PC. It's a lot of stuff. I use some stuff for work, and in the um, like three-and-a-half-week-long process of moving as I was moving stuff uh, almost every day, multiple trips, um, it sort of went by the wayside, and I couldn't find anything. So I had, like, 40-some boxes all over the place stacked, and they all look the same. They all say Home Depot on the side. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Hopefully, I'll get this done in the next couple of days here. 
Well, good luck on that. My wife is really Thank good you. at packing Tetris. So I always I always sing the theme song when we're like packing our car for a trip and stuff. And she I don't know how she does it. She does it every time. <laughs> so but alright. Um this xboxlife.com slash Patreon if you'd like to become a patron of the show. Or this xboxlife.com slash donate is a way to uh, contribute to the show if you would like. Uh, not expected, not mandatory. Uh, everything is appreciated. And uh, for our topics today, um, people catching on coming in a little bit late realize we're going backwards. Um, couple things. First thing, real quick, we're Halo Wars. A couple of wild and crazy guys today. Yeah. <laughs> They're wild. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Halo Wars 2 earlier because um, people asked what we thought about it. If you haven't bought it and want to find out what it's all about, uh, there is a demo out now on the Xbox One coming to PC soon. Um, so you can go out there and check out the demo and see for yourself. Um, I believe I believe all of us, and, and definitely Mark, I know for sure, um, Phil Spencer was on Podcast Unlocked last week. Oh, yeah. Okay, so all three of us listened to it. If you guys haven't listened to it, go out there and give it a listen. It's really good. I really like Phil Spencer. I think th- that's why the Xbox isn't completely dead right now. The Xbox One isn't dead, and, and they've he has changed things around. Um, but talks a lot about... They asked him some Scorpio stuff. Um, they asked him about E3 and things like that. Um, and one of their uh, recent announcements, Xbox Game Pass... Uh, they talked about that as well. Um, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. Did you like that interview, guys? Did you? On Yeah, on Unlocked, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was, it was fantastic. I, I immediately, I heard it, I think, the day they posted it, and I immediately went in our group and told everybody, you know, in our Facebook group, said, guys, got to, you know, not that I like to pimp out IGN, even though we mention them on about every show, yeah. but <laughs> I do listen to that podcast. I do like them. Um, and this was a fantastic episode. Bill Spencer, I thought, gave you know some good information, um, you know, best that he can at this point. But right. you know, definitely, I think everyone should go check it out. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely a good one. So, um, and so they asked him about game Xbox Game Pass. So uh, this came out last week. Most people already know. We put it in our in our chat and stuff. The one thing that surprised me is they asked him, like, how long was this in, in the works? This is like a two to three years is, is how long they've been working on this. Um, which well, I thought I, he, it was up, like, like to five. I thought he said, like, somewhere between, like, three to five years or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think when he started, it was, like, one of his first things. It was a lot. He's been working on it a long time. Yeah. Well, can you imagine the licensing fiasco that oh, you'd have to go through this? Yeah. So... What what you're what you're gonna get? So Xbox Game Pass is coming later this spring, 2017, um, and for 9.99 a month, you're getting access to, they say 100 plus games, and um, you know if you go and you listen to that interview, they they talk about they're calling it like the Netflix of gaming, which is really funny because I believe that's what uh, we were saying we've wanted for like the longest time. Is to have the Netflix of gaming, um, and, and I want to point out that was not Microsoft saying that. That was what IGN. Called. Right, right. So right. I just, you know, before the people, you know, all the haters out there, oh, Microsoft compared himself to Netflix. 
Microsoft never said that. Right. Right. So that was IGN that I saw make that. You know, they called it on that interview to him. Yeah. Netflix. And, so, and, and, and what we, what I've called for is the games uh, GameFly. Yeah. Yeah. This still isn't what I want, but it's hitting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and guys, and, and and the thing is, is well, we all know, the three of us know this because we've you know, mentioned it or I mentioned it to Mark a couple times like via text is you know, what you're getting now is you're getting 100 games plus um, and I think the reason why IGN was calling to Netflix is because there are games on here that are going to be like cycling in and out like movies do on Netflix uh, Phil Spencer mentioned it, it's like you know yes it's going to happen um, it's not like they're going to be popping in and out all the time or anything like that, we just don't know um but to me, like this is a start. You know, my first comment, my first comment when I saw this was, "Oh, nine ninety nine for games. A lot of them are games with gold ga- titles. There's Halo fives in there. Um, I even Gears four is in there, which is is something interesting. Um, but my first comment was like, "Well, I'll pay nineteen ninety nine to get new games. You know, these these are not day day one games, day and date, you know, type of stuff. But I mean." 30 days after release, if games start popping in here and they want to charge a little bit more money, then I would pay it. Because I think that's eventually, uh, you know, what I'm looking for. And I think, Mark, when I mentioned that, I think we are in agreement in that. It's like, you know, and, and my comment was like, but this is a start. You know, like, you have to start somewhere and and you can't just get to where, you know, we, we would never get exactly what we want the first time through. I know that. We're, we're really picky. <laughs> But this is like step one, you know, of of those, you know, five steps that we would need. So I think it's really cool that they're doing it. Um, I don't think it's that much money uh, if you're not, you know, if if you don't have a lot of the games with gold and and can you get a value out of it. Um, But it is it is something. So they also said, too, that this will not impact games with gold nope nope it will not so i i my understanding is you know yeah there might be a game on the game pass but that doesn't mean that they won't give it as a games for gold um and it's a separate still they're going to be separate programs so we're still going to get our games for gold Um, my initial thought on this was well it's going to be obviously when they first come out it's going to be all older stuff i'm not going to pay ten dollars a month for games that i won't play because i always play new stuff i just Mm -hmm. that's what i do but then as time has gone on and I've thought about it, I kind of think I might do this for one simple reason. It is a step into what I want. Right. Support it. So if I support this, yeah. that's my way of saying, good idea, guys. Let's improve on it. Let's mm-hmm. keep it going. Because if enough people do this, then it will eventually improve. And, you know... Um, look at Netflix. Netflix started out just by mail, you know, movies through the mail, and you know now it's like where they are today. They're a much, right. they're a lot better than what they originally were, and people had to pony up for the original idea. So I may do this just to get in and and say, yep, here's my money. It's ten bucks a month. Am I going to miss it? No. Okay, so I skip McDonald's lunch one day a month. You know, yeah. eat at home. Not going to kill me, right? Yeah, and it's not. And the cool thing is, this is not streaming. This is actually physically downloading it on your machine. Uh, they, they got the whole infrastructure 
back there to where licenses can be divvied up and and things like that. So, you know, you're you're right, Mark. One of the other comments, I, I guess, we'll find out is uh, if you're sharing, if you if you're doing your home Xbox is different Xbox. You know, will this cross there too? We we don't know, but I'm sure we'll find out at some point in time. Um, I would to... think that if... I, I'm thinking that they're Account. probably going to say that you have to log in. Yeah, be logged in with your. You have to be logged into the ID. Like so, yeah, Bron, we share. So I'm basically yeah. I'm on your Xbox. If you, right. your Xbox is in your house, right? So. But I can I don't have the ability to log in to your account, right, right? You know because we've locked it out requires a password, and you've since changed the password as I would expect you to do. So and and I don't know what it is, so I can't really log in as you unless I call you and say, "Hey, dude, give me your password." Mm-hmm. I would imagine that that's how they're going to do this. I if if not, if they're just like if the account's on there, then it counts. Uh-huh. Which would be, and they might because of home gold, right? You know, so there's a possibility that if you're game sharing, one of you has this, then both of you have it. Yeah. But I, but it wouldn't be where the other person, like if, like, so, Bron, if I got this, I think you could only get what I would download. But it, it, you know, it, it uh, should appear yeah. as a vein good point because good point. I'm downloading the game. Mm-hmm. You're not streaming it. Right. You are downloading it to the box, and anything I download, you see is available to download on your end. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it's possible that it's like you know, Bron might say, "Hey, go grab this game," and I'm like, "Well, I don't want NHL 2018," <laughs> but I download it, and it pops up for you. You download it, and then of course I can delete it off my end, and it still stays on your box. You know, yeah. so that might be there, and that's I, I definitely we will definitely let you know when we know. How that works if game sharing can take advantage of the game pass as well so we'll keep you updated because i I really think i'm gonna probably go ahead and sign up for it just simply because i want to support this right and i want it to grow and i know i might waste a hundred you know yeah okay 120 dollars a year burn it but it's it's ten dollars a month you know well just think of how many uh impulse purchases it'll negate like when you're just sitting there you're itching to play something new true <laughs> now i can go library instead of buying for honor that, that's true but i it for me it's like no i want the new hotness it's just you know but yeah now i can go look and say oh well i've never played this game let me try it and like i like this week i well i've got defend sleeping dogs i played this but i didn't play the definitive edition let's see what it looks like hey i'm having a great time you know i'm like I actually really enjoy it. So, yeah, I think, you know, we'll have to see what's there. The Right now, the people in the preview program, some people in the preview program have access to this. And I guess there was 20 games in it right now. And the, the list was released. And they're like, oh, it's just a bunch of stuff we've already had. But the thing is, is if you... <coughs> Sorry, I think I was a little slow on the mute. Yeah. If If you're new to Xbox and just got in, well, then you didn't get all those games for gold that were previous released. Or say you missed one and didn't download it for whatever reason or you forgot. Well, if it's in there, then now guess what? You now have the access. You can access it again. You know? So, um, also, maybe I can delete the stuff or, you know, 
clear space and only, you know, not have to worry about it and sitting on my hard drive. But I know I can do that now and always redownload it. But, um, yeah, I think it, it, if they're going to have over 100 games, and that's the thing, they're saying 100 plus. So right now there's 20, but when this thing releases to everybody in the uh, the spring, so here probably by E3, this will probably go live, then they're going to have 100 plus games in it. They're just testing it right now with 20. So that's a lot of games, and it will most likely grow because you know Microsoft Studio games are always going to be in there. They're going to stay in there. Right. It's, it's their games, so right. they, those would never leave. There'd be no reason for it to leave. Um, other stuff, yeah, it's going to leave because they got to work out deals with EA and Activision and Ubisoft and everybody else under the sun, and, and most things, they only give you a limited time, you know. But if they see value to leaving it there, because once these games hit a certain point, you know, they got that tail. We've talked about it before. The game releases, it's really going to hit its max sales typically in the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it just scales off and it just trickles. So look at EA. They're putting their games into the vault because they know it doesn't really matter. They're not really losing. And now they're getting money every month from people who are willing to do that to have these games. Yeah. So I think that's I think these guys will see that, hey, this game released two years ago. Someone just bought it, you know, right. and got a discount. They're, they're making money. Yeah, I, I mean, I like it. I feel, like I said, it's a good first step and and, and support it and, and go from there. It's exciting to see. And and one, one comment that I did like is... Um, with the Xbox Game Pass, and what was the other announcement that Xbox pumped out last week? The mixed reality. Is that what we're getting ready to talk about next? But regardless of what it is, they're they're just like, oh my gosh, Microsoft! Like, why are you guys announcing this now? Like before E3, and then <laughs> I saw a community manager say, "Well, if we're announcing this now, just wait. To, what do you think we have for E3?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, and good Phil, point. <laughs> and Phil Spencer even said, and and. Um, cough, 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 cough. <laughs> yes. Um, they were talking about, and like IGN was talking about, why doesn't Microsoft do a a, a special announcement? Why are they going to uh, reveal the console as Scorpio at E3? You know, that's what they're presuming. Well, um, spent, Phil said something to the matter of, to the fact that, you know, they don't want to spend E3 on Scorpio. Right. They want E3 to be about the games, 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 games. That's all they want. And, you know, so, and he made a comment alluding to that, the way I took it was, there's going to be an event prior to E3. Yeah, probably like a week or so. The Scorpio. Yeah, I, I, I that, got the same vibe out, vibe out of that. So, yeah, and there was also another uh, article released about Microsoft's opened up the Xbox platform for game developers. Right. So there was like three major re- announcements in the last week. All Xbox related, yeah, so. yeah. Which is one of our articles. Yeah, they so all Xbox ones are open now for for developers to, to develop develop games. But what's the mixed reality? I don't think I really caught that one. Um, Sorry, yep. um, I'm pulling up the uh, article that I had. So it said Windows mixed reality Ooh, content is coming to Xbox One Project Scorpio in 2018. Um, so alongside, this is from Windows Central. 
not too long. It's brief. I'll just read it. Mm-hmm. Alongside the announcement that the first Windows Mixed Reality developer kits will be headed out to partners later this month, Microsoft also slight teased in the store of Xbox One fans, specifically <laughs> Mixed Reality uh, content is confirmed to be in the pipeline for both the Xbox One as well as Project Scorpio. So Mixed Reality is uh, VR and AR combined. Okay. So that's kind of what I was saying earlier. Like, you could do, uh, like, a flight sim and, you know, still kind of, as you're reaching out and flipping stuff, and you could have things that are real in your world be projected into your VR type of thing. So, um, but uh, it says, that's, let's see, we're also excited to share Windows. So, that was a quote. Um, that's big news for gamers and offers a better look at what Microsoft may have up its sleeve with the high-fidelity VR content it's been promising with Project Scorpio. Um, so, it, it, I think it's cool because not only is, you know, we've known Scorpio is going to be VR, we know it's going to be true VR, which is going to surpass what the PlayStation VR can do. Um, now it's also going to have possibly this mixed reality, which is something that, you know, Sony doesn't offer. So it's like they're they're going there, giving you what everybody wants, and then they're going to step it up and give you what we weren't expecting. I mean that that was just kind of like a whoa, really? Yeah. What is this? So they're going to step it up. I think that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Rob, do you want to do your news recap? Sure, sure. So, quick All recap, right, uh, Rob. <laughs> that's right. So um, a couple of things that uh, went down this past week as I try to find the story wherever it went. There it goes. So uh, let's see, a bunch of these things we already hit upon. Um, Scorpio Scorpio reveal, of course, happening before E3. Um, Another thing is... Is there more details on it? uh, No, I don't know. Um, nothing outside of just what uh, Phil Spencer said. And then Mixed Reality is coming to Xbox and Scorpio in 2018. So there was a, a little bit of uh, a blurb on this where there's going to be some kind of, like, it, it almost seems like it's going to be in two stages where they're going to be bringing uh, Mixed Reality slash VR um to the scorpio and then possibly the rest of the xbox line afterwards so we'll have to find out uh we'll have to wait to find out maybe this is what they're going to go into detail at e3 is uh i know with some of these shows lately like ces and the mobile world congress and and all that the the focus on VR is huge. So I would really expect there to be a lot of D3 on that. Um, the next up, uh, Microsoft moves their E3 conference to Sunday. Did we talk about that just now? That was last week. We talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's going to be on Sunday ahead of everything else. And Phil Spencer's mentioned this. I thought he mentioned it on the podcast Unlocked. Yep. Yeah. And I know he was he was on the Major Nelson uh, podcast as well. 
and uh, discuss this just to basically get out of you know the huge mess that is the opening day of E3. Uh, Microsoft introduced the Xbox Live Creators Program. So that's something that they uh, uh, released uh, information on the GDC. Uh, there's going to be some new tools available for prospective Xbox developers. And this program is uh, its really changing almost everything in terms of how certain games can be published. Because before it used to be pretty strict. You had to pay a lot of money to be considered you had to go through microsoft they had to approve you because you know they're curating the store to some degree and uh they're kind of opening things up to uh make it a lot more available i don't i don't mind that they're doing that but they also have to watch and be cautious or else they'll turn into the psn Um, i thought they're still curating though well Hopefully they, I mean, they are, it's, it's nice. It's kind of like, you know, we want to get more people to develop. Of course, you know, the more developers you have, the more possibility that the games you have, but not every game developed needs to be on Xbox live. Don't turn it into the PSN. I mean, go watch Colin was right when he talks about how it's pretty much shovelware, you know, on the PSN and, and stuff like that. We don't want, we do not want that. It's just, yeah, you don't. We don't want to have to be here reading like, oh, what's coming out this week, and you know, it's like, oh, Tom Clancy's, you know, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and then all of a sudden you have to read twenty five, you know, Xbox, you know, live games that are like, you know, Bobby trips down the street, and, and Bobby trips yeah. down the street too, and you know, throw yeah. throw monkey throw Flappy poo at Halo. mom, and, and you know, just like crazy stuff like that, so. But, uh, all right, continue. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So from what they're basically saying, it's still going to be curated to some degree, but it's going to be easier for people to get their foot in the door. And, uh, lastly, um, there's the introduction, the introduction of UWP games has brought a lot of, uh, exclusives to the PC. And, um, Oh, what was this? Uh, it's unified Windows platform, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're going to be uh, bringing more PC titles to the Xbox in the future. Phil Spencer also said that they need to work towards AAA games, and uh, he suggested that there may be a roadmap in place for the evolution of UWP games. Cool. So I believe that was it. Yes. Cool. Um, so just a couple of things to add. Look yeah. at Cool. Um, so last thing before we call it a night, we got to, you know, let's, carbide. Let's switch sp- it up before we leave. Yeah, let's. Hey. Um, uh, <laughs> I had to do the little uh, snap my fingers. Um, non Xbox related last discussion. We're going to talk about the Switch real quick. And uh, so I didn't buy one. Um, I'm still, I'm still intrigued. I like new tech. I like new hardware. I think I've, I've made that comment before. Um, the more I read and the more I see on the, on the switch is, uh, rip Nintendo, you know, you guys gave it a good run. 
Um, I'm sorry to see that this will be your last console you ever make if it makes it through the summer. Um, <laughs> am I being too doomsday? Because the amount of problems yeah. that I... The amount of problems... Now, of course, we don't know how many they sold and how many are actually having issues. And, of course... Everything that you see in the internet is always going to be the issues because people complain more than they, you know, you're not going to get 500,000 videos of like, look how awesome my Switch is, you know. It's like you're just going to get the same 50 videos of like, you know, the 50 people that are having the problem. Um, but, uh, hello. Crackdown 3 announced releasing tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <that laughs> no, you're right. Um, that was my text message. <laughs> so I don't, I, uh, I don't think any any of us have a switch, so I can't say hands on. Uh, I noticed like IGN reviewed the hardware, which was interesting. And if they had to score it right now, they would score it a six point seven. Um, but it looks like there's just a number of problems. And there was a video, um, I think it was in Horrible Gamers that Mark and I both watched. Just yeah. nonstop, like you know, like I said, it's it's only the problems people are experiencing, but it's crazy the issues they're experiencing. It's like you know, screens making noise, re, you know, rebooting, closing down. The one that really gets me is the dead pixels. And when you go to Nintendo's oh, wow. website, they sit there and say, "Oh, don't think of d dead pixels are things that happen on LCD screens. Don't consider this a defect." No, no, I'm sorry if I bought a brand new thing and it had dead pixels on it. You bet that's a defect. <laughs> it's like, it's or they crazy. Could be, be like those, there's some cheap monitor makers that'll be like, you have to have like 30 dead pixels in the size of a quarter. <laughs> yeah. You know, in a spot the size of a court, U.S. quarter in order to get a replacement. Yeah. The thing is, it just takes one pixel to be annoying. Yeah, just, I mean, you guys have to, like, people go out and watch that video. It's really interesting. You know, like, you know, check it out. Yeah, like, people putting the Joy-Con wrist straps on the wrong Joy-Cons, and then they can't get them off. But somebody actually did show a video, like, oh, you just got to do this simple thing, and it'll slide right off. But it's like, why is that thing able to slide on the wrong controller? Like, it shouldn't happen. And somebody made a good comment. It's like, kids are going to be using this thing. You know, why does it do this? Uh but I saw a lot, you know, where it's like, you know, doesn't run very well at, on 1080p in the dock. The dock scratches the screen. It runs better when it's on on tablet mode running at 900p. Um, and, of course, they're always showing uh, uh, Zelda because that's the main game that was released. And Zelda, best game ever made, you know, um, which we can all say is bullcrap. You know, I didn't even. I haven't even played the game. Like the game may be fantastic, but you can't tell me it's the one of the best games ever made when it runs at 900p. People, remember, 1080p is the only thing that runs good. Sony people, lay off. <laughs> yeah, I, I contacted uh, I, when Horrible Gamers was doing their live show on Saturday. I was texting them and messaging them on Facebook, and I was just like, you know, I, it kills me how people are thinking, you know, goo goo gaga over how great. Zelda is. Yeah, these same people say the Xbox sucks because it's only 980, 960, whatever, 900p. It is not 1080p. Like, the the Switch can't even, is like 720. That's it. It's like it's max. You know, so it's like you can't say that, you know, Sony's the best because it's 
1080 and HD and then say Nintendo's the best when they can't even come close. Right. You know, it's just, it's so stupid. It's all part of the fake console war that doesn't exist. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's just, you know. So I mean, it, and again, the, the I the hardware issues. I'm wondering if they're going to have a V2. Um, unfortunately, it's but when you're an early adopter, this this is the things that you have to go through. Um, I'm hoping that Nintendo fixes some of the issues that they're having. You know, loose Joy-Con connections. Hey, sorry to interrupt. Yep. I gotta run. I have to take a call. So I got a jet, guys. See ya. Sorry. Later. See ya. You want me to leave my video screen on just so I don't mess up yours? I'll just walk away and mute. Yeah. Yeah, if you can do that. Okay. We're almost done. We'll be done in a minute. Okay. So, but, uh, so, yeah, it's it's just crazy. And, I mean, it's like I'm hoping, you know, they have a V2 and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I'm sure Zelda is a good game. Don't, I I mean, I don't want to, I never, I haven't played it, so. Yeah, but is this this is a console that my kids are going to want, you know, and that's a game that my kids are going to want to play. Unfortunately, when I see videos like this and I see Nintendo posting and their own, it's on their website. Like, oh, don't complain to us if you have dead pixels. That that bothers me. You know, that's that's yeah. that's anti-consumer. Like, you know, here in in America, you got the Better Business Bureau. Like, you can report them for that. Like you will be able to take your console back and get a brand new one in the U.S. Like I don't know how that is in other, you know, other countries or not. But uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm hoping probably around summer, maybe this fall. Like maybe they'll have a second version out, correcting some issues and and stuff like that. Um, but I I would definitely hold off right now. If you were thinking about getting one, yeah. So, so I've, I've heard some comparisons of the Switch to the Nvidia Shield tablet. Yeah, yeah. like the K1, because I've got one of those, and I got it over a year ago. And supposedly, it's supposed to be pretty comparable. I haven't really looked into this to see how close they are, but I'm really surprised that they're going to release this new console in 2017. That's comparable to like a year, year and a half old uh, tablet that came out so long ago. Right. And, you know, they're, they're pretty much the same. I mean, it, it just it just boggles my mind that yeah, they would do that. Yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, sorry. Uh, oh, Hawk. <laughs> Hawk says, uh, my gaming room has seven TV slash monitors. Yeah, a uh, Ford slash does look like a... Uh, uh, like a URL, that's why it's throwing a fit on that. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's you know the things I've seen is is within you know people six feet away losing connection with the Joy Cons. Uh, the Joy Cons batteries run out at different levels. If you don't buy the the controller that choices charges the Joy Con, oh, yeah. the only way to charge it is by hooking it to the console, and the console has to be plugged in. Um, the location of the USB cord is on the on the bottom. So if you're plugging it in and trying to Cut. use the kickstand to play the game on the tablet, oh, you yeah. can't do that because the USB cable's in the way. Um, you can probably find like maybe a, a, a 90 degree angle one, which will allow you to sit on it. That might that might help maybe get a different one. 
Um, you know, just a lot of screen issues, um, the game quitting, like the game not seeing. Uh, so you, you go to play the game and it tells you to put the cartridge in, but the cartridge is already in. Um, so that video that's out there, you go watch it. There's a number of issues and, you know, and, and it may be 0.1%, you know, point, you know, only 1% or less than 1% of failures for all the switches that are out there. Um, but it's just the point of like, you know, hopefully it's only that small. Um, yeah, but the, the, the pixel ones bother me. I mean, I know it's not as bad as like three red lights, but it's like Microsoft saying, well, if you get three red, you know, hardware like computers get hot. So sometimes they'll burn up and with the temperature. So that's a normal thing. Don't consider that a defect. You know, it's like, can you imagine yeah. them putting that? Like, no, I just bought a $400 console and it blew up in three days. You're not saying it's because things get hot. It's okay. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah. You, you know what? The one thing that I just freaking love about this console, it was just unbelievable to me. It just, I, I just burst out laughing when I heard about it. Did you hear what they do to the cartridges? No. Oh, they make them taste. Yeah. Taste they bad. coat them. They coat them with, um, something called i don't know if i'm pronouncing this correctly but denatonium benzoate which is a bittering agent yeah i like <laughs> the idea the i mean that's, if you see how small those things are kids put those in your mouth you know they're gonna spit it out so yeah, yeah. they're thinking i mean they're thinking oh here's some of the other things though sorry i had it in my phone um you can't transfer you can't use a sd card from one switch to another. So if you're playing oh, on one really? switch and you save a game to that card, you can't take that card and put it in another switch and play. Are those cards just for saves like they were on like the an 3DS? SD card. Or, yes. or are they also going to be for the downloaded games? Uh, I believe the games as well. I'm not 100% or, sure. Or, um, but that, that was one thing. Um, sorry, I'm scanning down through here. Uh, now, one thing I did here that's different from the 3DS because I didn't get a Wii U. Like I think cause you, you still have one, right? Yeah, Wii U. Yep. yep. Yeah, because uh, I I kind of stopped at the 3DS, right? And then uh, kind of waited to see what would happen. But one thing that drove me nuts about the 3DS was when you bought digital releases, they were tied to that console, and that's still tied true to that unit. That's still true. I thought I thought. Um, with the new one, nope, uh, that wasn't the case. As of right now, it is still true. Oh man, they That's they do not they do not know down. how they have zero clue on how software works. I, I just it, you they can go out and make a game like Zelda, but they can't get that to work. It, it just they just don't they don't. They don't care. That, that that's what it boils down to. They just no. They want don't, you to buy a game ten times. Yeah, they just don't care. And I tie it to being a Japanese company. It's just like Sony may, reselling you the same game on two consoles in a row. Like oh, remake, remaster. Oh, we got uh, PlayStation now. It's it's all you got to do is pay four bucks for seven hours to play the game and and this and that. And then Microsoft comes along and says, oh, backwards compatibility. You know, it's it's. I think it's the Japanese uh, business mindset. You know, it's it's just something that I think's there. And um, 
But no, those are those are still issues, and I can't believe they can't get that straightened out yet. But yeah, I don't yeah. know that the the Switch is, of course, everybody who's went out and spent their money on the Switch is going to say it's the greatest thing ever because they have to justify their per, per you know purchase. It's the same thing of saying like, oh, Xbox is better than PlayStation, or PlayStation is better than Xbox because that's the one you spent the four hundred dollars for, and you don't want to be wrong, you know, like you don't want to seem like you bought something inferior. Um, so anybody that's bought a Switch is going to say, oh, no, mine's perfect. Uh, this thing's awesome. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, and it may be. I don't know. I don't have one. But I'm just saying, based on what I'm seeing and reading, I have to hold off right now. And yeah. I buy, I have Wii, a Wii U, uh, and uh, 3DS, 3DS XL, and like two or three other DS is somewhere in my house. Like I buy plenty of Nintendo products. <laughs> so, you know, I sure. do like Nintendo and I do not want them to fail. And when I saw the switch, I'm like, nice. And they are, they are kicking themselves in the rear right now. I just, I just don't know what they're doing. Like why? Uh, it's like the, you know, it's like Microsoft and the Scorpio, you know, I always say two ninety nine. It cracks me up. I had somebody, that works in my building that I know listens to the show walks by me. He's like two ninety nine. He like yells it across the room two ninety nine, and I just laugh. Um, you know, I say two ninety nine. You know, most likely it's going to be three ninety nine or or something like that as a premium box, like you guys are saying. But for Microsoft to come out and say like seven ninety nine, they'd be kicking themselves in the rear end doing that, and it's just like, it's just what Nintendo's doing right now. It just kills me. I ran yeah. enough. I ran enough about something I don't own. So, yeah, yeah. I, I watched a couple of videos with my son about uh, some of the games that came out, like that. What one two switch or whatever it's called two one switch one two switch. Yeah, one two switch. Yeah, just I mean, maybe I'm looking at it from the wrong perspective. You know, being an Xbox owner and and playing more like. Oh, air quotes adult games um but it's just like it's just ridiculous to me like some of the some of the stuff that comes out for the that came out for this thing i I get zelda zelda's a classic it always will be it's amazing from what i hear but the other games are just like mediocre like that one two switch everything you do with those joy cons for like there was one where you're milking a cow oh yeah i saw that (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you're milking a cow. There was, um, you know, there's the gunfighter yeah. one. And I mean, all of these, you don't see anything. You're just like looking at the person that you're playing with. And you don't, you have no idea what's going on. And no. then it gives you a score. I mean, for all you know, it's arbitrary. It just it randomly ge- generates them. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I mean, it's funny, uh, Fading Lee says, and Eris says, Splatoon is a great shooter. Fight me. My my daughter loves Splatoon. Um, yeah, but none of that's out yet. Well, well, it's, it's not out a release on, day title. Wii U. I, the launch light up is horrible, but but my thing was, it's just like, yeah. you know, them saying that, you know, Zelda is like one of the best games ever made. And I was just, I was going to be like, yeah, and what's next? Like Splatoon getting shooter of the year? <laughs> Which yeah, it did. Yeah. It's like, you guys are, they're crazy. Not a shooter of the year. Come on, give me a break. But all right, I'm looking here. One two switch. 
That game is 50 bucks. 50. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I could see Zelda being, no, wait. 3DS games are 40. So here they're cranking up, the, they're bringing their game titles into Xbox land. PlayStation right. land. Yeah, Zelda is sixty bucks. Just Dance sixty bucks. Oh, Just Dance twenty fourteen, sixty bucks. Is it twenty fourteen? I believe that's what it was, right? It's an older version. Is it twenty seventeen? Maybe it's not out yet. Oh, maybe it's twenty seventeen. I thought it. it, Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's available now. Yeah. So twenty seventeen, but either way, I mean. It, to me, and and I'm intrigued by it because I always have a, like a soft spot for Nintendo devices, even though I don't I'll get all of them. Cause Same here. I like the, Same here. Yeah. You know, I like the Game Boy Advance, 3DS, DS. You know, I had fun with all of those. I had you know Super Nintendo back in the day, but you know, just the game experiences aren't just they're, they're just not there. Maybe I just got burned by the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you like the I new was Zelda disappointed game. by the the whole Wii yeah. purchase, but yeah. I'm sure you'd like the new Zelda game for sure. But, but yeah. now, one thing that would make me buy this maybe is uh, if they came out with a new version of Advance Wars. Did you ever play that one from the old Advance? No. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. That uh, it was a game where it was uh, a turn-by-turn strategy game where you have all these tanks and you move them across the map and you you move your guys a couple turn you know a couple spaces the enemy moves their guys and you try to destroy. I used to play that at airports all the time while I was traveling. It was a lot of fun. I heard that there's an Xbox game that's sort of a copy of this. It's going to be coming out in the near future. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, so that's a switch. Yep. So that's our conversation. We got to let people go. We got to go. Uh, have fun, everybody who's staying up for uh, for Wildlands. I am going to bed. Uh, you may Wild see me berries. kick. Up. I may kick on my Xbox to make sure everything's downloaded. But uh, everybody enjoy. Um, uh, let's see. You're going to be here next week. Wings going to be here next week. Uh, Drano. Actually, on Sunday, I have a, a work event. Okay. I don't know when the when it's going to end, so I may or may not be on. Okay. Uh, Drano85 will be on So for our Patreon show. So we're going to talk to Drano and have him on camera, and we're just going to hand him the show and let him do everything. So be prepared to learn how to stream Twitch and have all the setup ready to go, Drano. <laughs> I'm taking the day off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, but uh, all right, that's all I got. Do you have anything? No, sir. I'm good. All right, Wingman already had to take off. Uh, so with that, uh, I am Brun BJ Swick thirty three. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. I'm Wingman seven oh nine taking off. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs>